Welcome to the WATG Podcast Show with your host, Corey Jenner-John. Hello and welcome to the first WATG Podcast. I am Corey Jenner-John and I am joined by WATG President Kathy Schmidt. Kathy, thanks a lot for being here today. First of all, I'd like to just ask you an opening question what exactly is uh, WATG? Hi, Corey. Thanks for uh, welcoming me and being willing to um, put some podcasts together for us. This is a great opportunity. Um, so WATAG stands for the Wisconsin Association for Talented and Gifted. And our mission um, since its inception has been to raise public awareness about the unique needs that gifted individuals have. Very good. I actually, just a disclaimer, I am actually a board member for WayTag. So this is a, this is a really neat opportunity for me because I, I get to learn more things about this organization, seeing as how I just became a board member in December. Um, what would you say, Kathy, are some uh, pitfalls or uh, negative things that uh, often get associated with uh, with Waytag? Um, well, actually, I'm going to be really honest here and say that I can't think of anything really negative that gets associated with Waytag. Um, uh, we're a we're a pretty wonderful organization um, <laughs> where what you're referencing, though, is um, the problem that we have just in general with identification of gifted children and having conversations about giftedness. Um, it can tend to be looked at as um, elitist. Um, you know, who do you think you are that you've got a gifted kid? Aren't all kids gifted? Um and, and yes, um, I truly do believe that, that, that all, all people are gifted with their own gifts. But what's important is, you know, really what goes on in the world of education around gifted children and that all children need to have their needs met, whether they're kids who function at a really high level or children that are struggling, um, all children need to have their needs, needs met. And it has nothing to do with elitism. That's that's very true, and and that's something that I was actually wondering right when I joined the board, because a friend of mine who actually is a teacher in the Fox Valley area, he told me when the first thing that uh, when he heard that I was going to join uh, Waytag was. Um, the E word that you said, elitism. And, uh, and I said, no, no, you know, we're going to try to expand and get everywhere that we can. But like you just mentioned, Kathy, that is very, very difficult, isn't it? It is. Um, and I think, I think the message that we want to get out about that is, is it, it's, it's never an elitist thing to serve people when they have needs. You know, you wouldn't ever say that it's elitist to go to uh, a doctor because you have a certain need in a particular field of study that a doctor might have information in. Um, um, 
it's, it's never elitist if the point is to serve the child the best that they can be served. Very good. What would you say, Kathy, is some interesting aspects about Waytag that people may not know about? Oh, that's a fun question. Um, that we have a, a very diverse board of um, men and women from um, all around the state of Wisconsin with various backgrounds. Some are parents um, such as yourself with gifted children that they're trying to have needs met. Um, some are higher education, some are teachers, you know, working in the system with gifted children. Uh, so we have lots of different lenses at the table and um, everybody on the board comes at it um, with the same focus, uh, the same endpoint, but we have lots of different um, <laughs> lots of different information coming forward about how best to serve needs of of you know all folks involved. But the bottom line is what's best for our students here in the state of Wisconsin. Okay, so basically there are a lot of different solutions to um, serve all of the gifted and talented is that would you say that's is that fair or no um yes actually lots of different ways that that children can be served yes that is very fair to say that um there's not a one size fits all and i think that's why it needs so many so many heads at the table and why don't we just kind of run down what the way tag is uh, we can we can explain the three different committees uh, what those committees do and how those committees advocate for students and teachers okay um, so as you said way tag has three active committees in addition to our um, executive committee um, the three committees are, I'll start the first um, with government action. Uh, that committee, um, the focus is to work on legislation regarding acceleration, <clears throat> the financing of gifted education, and eventually we hope to work on pre-service um, teacher uh, gifted education curriculum um, in terms of what our pre-service teachers are getting before they enter the classroom uh, because Currently, there is uh, nothing in the books that says our teachers need to know anything about gifted ed. And we have, um, you know, it's a, it's a lucky student um, in the field of education that has an instructor that talks about gifted ed prior to a teacher getting in a classroom and having her first experience, his or her first experience, when they actually have a student that has different needs than the rest of the kids in the classroom. Our second committee is our programming committee, and that is exactly as the name implies. Um, that committee builds the annual fall statewide conference, as well as doing um, all of our social media, some webinars, and, and now podcasts, thanks to you, Corey. And our third committee <laughs> is our membership committee, um, and membership is currently addressing growing out our base. Um, 
so so that um, we have a, a working number when our legislators say to us, so what's your membership base? Um, because it is important, you know, that our legislators are, are, you know, spending their time where they can make the biggest impact. And so by us growing out our membership base and being really purposeful about membership, um, we can we can explain to our legislators um, better what the needs are within the state. Okay, that's interesting. How many people, Kathy, don't know Waytag that probably should? Um, <laughs> so interestingly, um, it's, it's like almost any conversation that you have about something that you know about and you don't know that anybody else knows anything about it until you start having that conversation. And then you're intrigued and then you get into that conversation. Um, so, so for example, we have parents who, you know, have, have their kids in a school for the first time and they don't know any different because, you know, say it's their oldest child. They don't know any different. Their child goes to school and suddenly their child's coming home and, you know, they're either being a discipline problem or they're, you know, use the B word because they're bored in school or, you know, because something is going on and the parents don't have an understanding of what that is. And perhaps the classroom teacher doesn't have an understanding of what that is either. And it's not until those conversations start happening um, that, that, there's a realization that the child has needs that aren't being met. So um, it depends, you know, it depends on the walk. Um, for some reason, um, gifted education is like the best kept secret out there. You know, like, like, do we dare tell this child he's gifted because then it might go to his head or then it might be, you know, determined that it is an elitist thing. And, you know, I'm, it's, it's hard on children when they don't understand why they're different. And so, you know, you ask that question, how many people don't know? Lots of people don't know. <laughs> and that's, that's the point of Waytag is getting that information out and making sure that our, that our kids themselves know that they have different needs so that they can advocate for themselves. But but also to let parents and school folks know so that they can help advocate for gifted education as well. And, and to just reinforce that it's okay to be gifted and talented because like you said before, there's so many gifts and talents that everybody has. And, you know, it's, we all need to be, I don't know, I'd say challenged in different ways. Right, Kathy? That's, that's exactly right. So the interesting thing in the United States is when a child is gifted in athletics, let's say, or you have an Amanda Gorham kind of gal who's gifted in linguistics and she can write poetry and recite it like she does, you know, that's, that's something different than a child who um, has exceptional math needs or um, exceptional ability to do, um, you know, sciences or just their way of thinking or their creativity. And for some reason, it's really okay to talk about, um, 
the gifts of athleticism. But boy, when you start talking about academic gifts, it, that's kind of when it becomes that hush-hush. You don't, you don't dare talk about that. Um, and it's really too bad. We, we need to kind of equalize the playing field and make sure that people understand that gifts come in all shapes and forms and that, um, you know, whatever a coach does to, to build an athlete is what we need to teach our teachers to do to build um, an education system that works for all kids. That's a really great way to put it. I never thought about it that way in terms of athletics. Huh, that was pretty interesting because you always hear, you know, kids in sixth grade playing on the seventh grade team or, you know, kids in fourth grade playing in a fifth or a sixth grade team. And like you said, it's perfectly okay but like, as soon as you get into the academic realm, it's a whole nother ball game. And I don't know why, I really don't know why that is. Um, um, I don't, I don't either. Um, I could surmise that here in the U.S., we really pride ourselves in athletics. You know, um, look at what folks do on a Sunday afternoon. You know, we, we watch athletics and, and our athletes get paid well. And I think we forget that um, <laughs> that we have other gifts and talents that we could develop in the same sort of way um, as we do with our athletes. I heard once, uh, Corey, a really good analogy. You know, we talk about uh, there's this word differentiation, um, just meaning what does a teacher do differently to serve the needs of each of um, his or her children in the classroom. And so it's um, ratcheting a lesson up, ratcheting a lesson down, um, making it go faster, making it go slower. But, you know, that's all part of differentiating. And um, what I heard was that the, the very, very best mentors um, in the world that differentiate better than anybody are our athletic coaches. Because if they see that a child or an athlete can do, um, you know, dribbling the ball, that's not what they work on over and over and over. They don't work on those drills. They work on things that they need to work on instead of uh, doing the same thing over that that person may already have achieved. And that's what we're trying to get at in the gifted world. You know, um, stop the drills that they don't need and move ahead with what they do need. Meet them where they're learning begins. And so, yeah, our coaches are really at a, incredible at differentiation. And if we could um, somehow train up our teachers that, you know, it's okay to teach like a coach, uh, what, a, what an amazing thing we'd start accomplishing. That's an awesome way to put it. Um, one of the biggest hurdles that um, Waytag and obviously a lot of other organizations always runs into is is money. And one question that I asked you before was about um, corporate sponsorship, and that's actually gotten some um, chatter among uh, Waytag board members, which is which is great, I think, because I think it's another avenue that we can discuss. Uh, what, what do you think about corporate sponsorship, Kathy? You know, Corey, I loved it when you asked that question, uh, and it really made me start thinking. And then 
within just a couple of days, I had someone from outside of the WayTag organization ask me the exact question, could WayTag use corporate sponsorship? Um, and you know, when I first answered your question, the first time you asked it, Corey, I said, um, you know, more than money, we could really use our corporations uh, to understand giftedness and gifted education in the state of Wisconsin, just in terms of um, what we can do to build our, um, our workforce here in the state, because we actually, sadly, we have people move out of our state to go find a state where their child can get the education that they need. And I think if folks at the corporate level um, were at the table with us and they understood that we are losing um, potential and talent from our state bleeding out to other states, um, it would be worrisome for, for our corporate folks to hear and understand that. Um, but then that next piece, and you know, what would what would corporate funding do for the state of Wisconsin's gifted kids? Um, and and I'm going to answer that with a two-part answer. Um, the first part is that gifted education is a state-mandated law. Um, all um, all children who are identified as gifted are to be given uh, the tools and the education that they need to succeed. Um, and it's written, it's in the books, it's called Standard T. If folks are interested, they can look it up um, on the DPI website, um, but it talks about that. But sadly, um, it's an unfunded mandate. There's, there's no money behind it. So there's not a team of people down at DPI who, um, are invested in making sure that all school districts in the state are following the letter of the law. Um, DPI has a single person whose um, job is only half of his job is to oversee gifted ed in the state of Wisconsin. And I cannot even imagine the amount of work that that man takes home every night to accomplish you know, what he has to do as in a halftime um, position. The other half of his job is, you know, other things that are DPI related. Um, that, that money, 237,000, um, crazy number, it comes out to like 25 cents per gifted kid. <laughs> like if you can even wrap your head around that, it's, it's such a minute amount of money, but that money is in the form of competitive grants. And so a school district now, uh, just in the last few years, DPI opened them up to school districts to be able to apply because it used to be that it had to be um, an organization or a CESA. Uh, the Milwaukee public school system was the only one that could apply directly as a school system. Now school districts are, are welcome to apply. But the trick is that you have to have somebody who's dedicated to collecting the data uh, writing the grant and um, using the grant in the district the way that the state, you know, mandates that the money be used. And um, sadly, too often, um, school districts don't have that kind of manpower in place. And so the school districts aren't asking for it or are, um, are choosing not to write for that money. And so... <laughs> 
So yeah, when I think about corporate money and how much money is in corporate Wisconsin, there is certainly potential there. But the fear is, uh, would that money land in the wealthiest school districts because that corporation happens to, you know, reside in a school district that, um, you know, has a really good tax base? And then, you know, what about those children from the rural parts and those small country schools that, you know, don't have a corporate sponsor that's close by that could be, you know, financially impacting their education? So, Yes, we, we would love to have corporate folks at the table for this conversation um, in moving forward, but I don't have a great answer today. Huh. That's really interesting because I just got to think about what you were saying. How would, say, Harley-Davidson affect um, you know a school district in, say, Rice Lake or... Ryan Lander, you know, why would they, why would Harley Davidson care about folks that far away? But it makes a lot of sense what you're saying, Kathy. I mean, this, and, but I think there can be a very good arrangement between the corporation and Waytag by just, you know, promoting the corporation and the corporation uh, saying, you know, we're behind kids, we focus on families, education. I really think this could be a really good, um, really good exchange between both. I think it would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do too. And and then you know just just reiterating how important it is for our people in in manufacturing and in corporate growth here in the state to understand that we do have a lot of brain drain. <laughs> When, when people leave Wisconsin to go find a state that will serve their kids better, we are losing not only the, the future child, but we're losing the parents from our own workforce here in the state. So it is a really important topic. Moving on now to lastly, uh, October. Uh, that's when our conference w- will be held, hopefully in person, hopefully all of COVID-19 will be erased or gone away or something so that we can have our face-to-face conference in Wisconsin Dells. Is that right, Kathy? <laughs> that is right. We are, we are hoping that, that we will be face-to-face. Um, we are, our conference is in early October and Um, I'm just going to leave a dangler that uh, we have two really fantastic keynoters and some some really great folks that we've already um, talked to about doing some of our breakout sessions. And if you are interested, which I hope you are, in attending our conference, those people that are listening to this podcast, please go to the WATG website and click on our conference link and read about who is coming. And while you're there, uh, spend some time snooping around on the rest of the website because there is a ton of information and resources for not only parents, um, but students as well, teachers, um, administration for schools, and and of course, uh, corporate sponsors and our legislators. All right, Kathy, I just want to say thank you for joining me for the very first Waytag podcast. I really appreciate it. 
Well, I, I appreciate your time, Corey, and that you're willing to do these with us. Thanks, and thanks for listening. No problem. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to the WATG Podcast. To learn more, visit us at WATG.org. Thank you.